We on. Fresh back from the holidays. Nobody wasn't, nobody wasn't saying a word. He's like, at all, you just going to let them. Did you know that we were recording a podcast right now? I just said, we on. It's like, yo, you cue them in. Our bad, y'all. It's us. So we the problem. Yo, you get a new RAV4, you just a whole nother person. You, like, you don't even let her introduce the <laughs> All right. You, 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 you let her introduce her own car? No, the car's here. Cue the hybrid. <laughs> <laughs> Hey y'all, it's just Chris Starr. Big Mouth C. It's your boy Normal Ass Carl. With Grown Folks Business. Grown Folks Business. Like your mama used to tell you, stay out of Grown Folks Business. I mean, I'm grown. I'm grown too. Shit, we all grown. Welcome, Welcome to, to Grown, grown Folks, Folks Business. business. Welcome to Grown Folks Business. I'm one of your hosts. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Normal Ass Carl, to my right, right. I, to my right I have. He's <laughs> gonna go, be like a kid. He's just gonna keep store. playing with it. All right. To my right, I have keep Big Mouth Cease. To his right, we have Just Chris Star. Just Chris Star. Together, we form Grown Folks Business Weck. Welcome to episode two point two seven. Hey, and this whole time I thought he was gonna hit her with the to my other right. No, I ain't gonna do that. It's that hard T. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> we laughed about this a little bit off mic. But Star was going to quit the group because I was such an alcoholic the first 11 episodes. Look, <laughs> you thought you was really going to have a podcast when you just over here just acting a fool. Lit all the time. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just talk about. Congratulations. <laughs> how does it feel to be me? What? <laughs> all right. Um, Where can they find us at, Star? As always, you can find us at Just Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Oh. As always, you can find us at Grown Folks Business, and that's B-I-Z-N-E-S-S. And you can get your merch at www.grownfolksbusiness.bigcartel.com. I was really hoping he'd mess that one up, too. That was funny. You can find us at Just Chris Star. She said, forget the podcast. No, I couldn't hear myself, so I was thrown off because I was thinking, like, is it me? But then I remembered that I turned my volume way down. So we back, y'all. How was everybody's holiday season? Let's start with you. <laughs> All right. Um, Why you left? Just because it was like real quick intro. Like, tell us about you. Yeah, let's hear about your life today. All right, here we go. Um, the holidays, well, Thanksgiving specifically was was dope. It was probably the one of the better Thanksgivings I've had in a long time. Okay. Uh, spent a lot of time with my dad. Me and my brother hung out. Um, I got to see some other family members. Not everybody that I would like to see, but I mean, I guess still got Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. What about yourself? Uh, I had a good holiday. We we hosted uh, Thanksgiving at the house. At your house. At the apartment. <laughs> you know this he was time. gonna work it in. No, nah, I was. House. I, I, you, I, there was nothing I could say. Uh, your place. It was at your place. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was my aunt tricked me, okay. and she said she always does Christmas. Mom said she wasn't doing it at her house. And so I guess my aunt was like, well, let's just, you know, ask, you know, Carl, you want to do it at his house? So I said, yeah, let's do it. Because she got me with the potluck style. Oh, so this was like an episode of Carl's Place. Whose house? No. And you know what? I don't think he's ever hit the crickets for his dry jokes. (laughs) 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 Never on. I don't think he's ever. I don't think he's ever hit the crickets on his dry jokes. I need the soundboard again. (laughs) Yeah, it could be fair. You know. Um, Yeah. 
You I like, don't like that. I figured you did it. I figured you did. I don't like that at all. But yeah, man, I still had to clean up after everybody throw that trash away. You know, people left those things a beast. Yeah, man. I was like, I'm never doing this again. So until the next holiday, I, I got a 30th birthday, and I was like, yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna do. It's on the 20th of December. Everybody's going. <laughs> oh, I am gone. Yeah, everybody's gone. It happened I, the week before. Don't nobody care. I'll be here. Hey, I'm down hey. to celebrate with you. Hit whack again. <laughs> Whack. <laughs> oh, oh man. Wait, so that's next weekend. Y- you yeah. would you wouldn't want me to celebrate with you? I'm just getting my jokes off. Oh, okay. The way I look at it, so it wouldn't be next weekend, it'd be the weekend after that. So what what do you want to do for your birthday? Know. You know what? Everybody always asks that, but like around this time every year kids were gone, like for my whole thirty years of it, being. Is dirty this, thirty. Is, is this birthday special for you? Um Nah, you know, I probably celebrate more if I make it to fifty. Okay. What, what do you mean? What, yeah, what's the point? Well, if I make it to fifty, I want to make it to fifty. I definitely want to. So wait, wait, wait. So you know you have to hit thirty on the way to fifty. Why yeah, not but celebrate I feel like everybody make it to thirty now. So if you don't make it to fifty, you can't celebrate at thirty. So you're just not gonna celebrate. Oh no, I, I care about thirty. Yeah, I care about it. But so, to the Carl, Carl, that Carl, was the literal let, question. Let's, let's bring it back. What? Bring I, it back now, y'all. Ideally. Ideally. I had crickets for that too, but um I would want to have a pool party, but ain't no pools open right now. Like, like why would you want to have a pool party? I'm like, I want to go to a pool party. Why Just do a half birthday and we can go to Vegas? And and we can go to as many pool parties as you want to in the June, summer. Like, yeah, celebrate his birthday hey, hey, six months June. ago. Your, your half birthday is in June. Let's plan a Vegas thirty and a half. Yeah, well, no, no, wait, 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 let's focus. Let's focus. For your actual thirtieth birthday, which I do feel like is a, a big accomplishment. It's a milestone. Um, you've like done incredible things within your 30 years why wouldn't you want to celebrate it's not that i don't want to celebrate it's just that okay so for example we have white well we call it black elephant now that we do every year and black elephant is on the 21st white elephant gotta be black yo listen i hit jabbar up the other day and i asked him if he watched the irish man he was like nah, i ain't watching that shit the white man out here i'm just like <laughs> i said all right you watch queen and slim he said plan on watching it this weekend i, said, well. I was like all right huey newton relax like <laughs> he, he was making a, he was taking a stand yo they hit me up and told me since i had watched the new harriet tubman film that i've lost it <laughs> <laughs> they took your car. Oh, okay. You just the black elephant was, now. Like, <laughs> you the black elephant now. Like, yeah, you done lost your mojo now. I said, oh, so it don't matter that I got her tattooed on my stomach. He said, nah, I don't at all. Why you put hair on your stomach? <laughs> hey, listen. I got a whole little tattoo thing. That was the tunnel. <laughs> Get into that belly button. Underground road. Here find, we go. They ain't going to find us in you here. You got an in or outie. This dude said that was the tunnel. <laughs> I hate him. Star, oh. how was your how was your uh Thanksgiving, man? Uh it was good. I went to uh my dad's mom's house, my grandma. <laughs> he recorded himself. Oh, that's hot. <laughs> that's hot. That is you, huh? That's Will Smith. Now nah, that's you. Y'all got the same and mustache then, too. Uh, I went to- <laughs> I went we're to, silly tonight. Um, I went to my brother's warehouse and helped him out a little bit uh to get ready for the uh the convention that we did. And then I went to my guy mommy's house, which was the ball. Tell us a little bit about the uh, convention that you were a part of. Uh, so it was the Los Con, mm-hmm. no, Lost Con, uh, the longest running science fiction convention in L.A. Um, so it was pretty cool. Uh, a lot of people, we sold a lot of Savvy Socks. Go ahead and visit the website, Savvy Socks. Spell it. 
S A V V Y. That extra V is important. Yeah, yes, it is. Somebody puts S A V. And then <laughs> and then S O X. Got it. And uh, hit me up if you want a discount code. Um, so yeah, it was really cool uh, to just be with family, to chill with friends. I went to my boy's thirty onesie party. Shout out to Gideon. Uh, where we all wore onesies because he turned 31. <laughs> wait. So, you know wait, what I'm talking about. Uh, wait, no, no. What's I want to hear. It was the show. Who? The computer. Oh, I had a principal named Mr. Gideon. You I, don't know I who never Gideon heard is of anybody's first. Uh, the Flash and all them. No. Gideon's so, the name of the computer. Maybe. No, what's the movie with the, I mean, the show with all the, event, with the, uh, the adventure people that go time traveling? On the Star? CW. On the CW. Yeah, man, y'all tripping right now. All right. It's us. It's us, Cease. Nah, I guess it is. We the ones tripping. Mm-hmm. Uh, well. Look at us. Hey, look at us. Look at us. Hey, look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? thought? Not me. Who would have thought it would have been us? It's look us. At us. Look at us. <laughs> um, Star, I got a question for you. I got a question for Legends you. Legends of Tomorrow. So when you. Thank you. Okay, appreciate it. Also, oh, you've been lying to my guy the whole time. Stop. Stop. <laughs> he, he's a nice kid. And I just wanted to feel included. We, we, got a, we got a friend that's like super into yeah, like all the super. Yeah, I watch Legends of the Ball. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, what about Gideon? Yeah, every, love. Gideon. Every time you bring it up, I just Google it. Um, so love Gideon. He's a good kid. Don't look at me like that, Star. I'm about the kids. Um, oh, so at an event like that, do you go into an event like that thing to yourself? I have a possibility of meeting somebody. Or is it like, uh, these is a bunch of nerds? For me personally? No, for the other girl in the podcast. Oh. Star, stop. I waited too. I didn't know she was going to say that or not. <laughs> uh, me personally, um, I mean, I, I kind of walk through life like you can meet anyone anywhere. Okay. Um, But for me, you, you know. You get I your was, hopes up? No. But I was out there repping the podcast. One person said that she's going to check it out. So, you know, we'll see. Uh, But. I think you can meet anyone anywhere, and I really didn't know what to expect Got because it. I had never even heard of it. Okay. But this one was more geared towards science fiction literature, and the tagline is "Where science fiction meets fantasy." Mm. So, uh, yeah, we sold a lot of socks out there. Uh, my brother had me doing most of the work, but it's cool. That's I mean, how it's supposed to be. I was gonna say you're a younger sibling. That's the that's your job. That's the jug. It's, okay, it's in the description. You should read it. Okay. All right. Hey, y'all, other podcasts, y'all not slick out there either. I just wanted to talk my stuff right now. Go ahead. Yeah, man. I just noticed there's a few other podcasts that have grown folks in them. I'm not gonna go into the, what they names are specifically, but y'all not like us. We 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 top of the line, the top of the food chain. Uh, we we about to get famous too. Why you say that? I got another new side gig uh, that's really about to put us out there. I hope so. Yeah. What you doing? I've been trying to live vicariously through both of y'all. Hey, but I see Starby out here working. No, no, she do. She, she wear do. that sweater everywhere. Well, she wear that sweater every- And she wash it. Hold up. And Thank she, she, she wash she that's, it. That's essential. And more people have approached me like, yo, you got a podcast because they've heard about it from somebody that you know or mm-hmm. from you personally than any of us collectively. So yeah. I, I'll give you your flowers you. in that regard. Thank you. I do be grinding. I give it. Yeah. I'm, I wear shit, it I, 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 any I, chance I get. Um, but you were asking what I'm going to do. So you know how people come in from out of town mm-hmm. and they want to do the uh, club crawls. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like the bar crawls, club crawls, I'm gonna, with flux. And... I'm going to be a host. Yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And, and you laugh, Carl, but all these. I little... just because I've been on a crawl and I know the dudes that do it. Yeah, but anyway, no, you know, like, yeah, meet me at the dark alley. That's no, low key, I had to get some car insurance today, 
and I found out the boy's name because you know sometimes they, he's a boy all, too, so this is about to be good. We all use our um our Anglo voice when we're doing business, right? The okay. And then I was spelling out my VIN number. And I said, Jay with a James, like you. And he was like, hey. And I was like, oh, what's up, James? <laughs> and so we started talking. I had to send him proof that I uh, was part of my alumni association to get a discount. He didn't believe you? You have to show proof. Like, you just have to show proof. Bruh. Uh, so <laughs> I was like, and if you notice, you look at the bottom of my signature, I have a podcast. You should check it out. Oh, nice. And, and, uh, and you're good with the delivery, too. I'll give you that. Thank you. You know and how so, to slide it in. And so like Javon, I ho- or I'm, I'm sorry, Javon is not his name. Javon is the person I think he related to, but he not. James, if you're listening, shout you out. You the bomb. Thank you for saving me a couple extra bucks. James still hung up on Javon. No, I asked him <laughs> if he was related to Javon because I don't want to put his government name out there. But I was like, I know a Javon with that last name. It is not a common last name. And so I have a friend named Javon insert his last name. And so I was like, y'all related? And he out in Long Beach. Okay. LB- LBC. Summertime. In no, the LBC. Stop. Um, <laughs> Why you sound like Family Guy? <laughs> From the LBC. She called you Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> anything else anybody else would like any anything else any, I mean, any, anything else you you all would like to share about the last couple of days thanksgiving being the highlight i would assume being with family being with friends that rain Carl, is trash oh the rain was intense yeah it was like like we lived in we Florida. couldn't even do our normal like five six houses because it was too intense for real yeah Man. my brother was like i am not driving I went to the gym on like Thanksgiving and was like, like, oh yeah. What were you like? Seen a you, oh okay. yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I seen a Yukon flipped over too. I was like, yeah, I'm taking the streetway home. I'm not doing this again. Like all the way there, it was bad. Yeah. Do you feel like the rain was worse here in San Diego or in, in LA? I left on Tuesday night. Okay. Because I wanted to get ahead of it, so I, I requested Wednesday off. I feel like I my friend, my friends that were here said the rain was way worse here than it was in LA. I can't even imagine. Well, hell, even that rain, because it rained Tuesday night, though, I imagine, huh? Uh-uh. That's why I headed out around 10 p.m. Oh, uh, okay. Because it was supposed to rain Wednesday morning. Um, But out in Rancho Cucamonga, it was coming down. Mm, Inland Empire usually gets it like to that, To the too. ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, Carl, you mentioned it earlier. I do have a new vehicle. Yes, you do. So, um, um, Tell us about your swag real quick before we get into the episode. She rode up. I was like, man, look at the neighbor. He came and humped my car. Who did? Uh, you. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> put yeah, my, I, put I my thing on, on it. it. Put my, <laughs> I put my thing on it. <laughs> Thank you. Dad. Yeah, that that car belonged in the neighborhood. Oh, <laughs> Literally. Um, it's a RAV4 2020. Um, I am excited. I really like it. It has autopilot and all these other cool What is autopilot? It drives itself. Holy mm. shit. That's that 2020. So you talk about my car. I got to still drive mine. <laughs> I, was driving home from, I still got to drive mine. I was driving it home from L.A. And I was like, I feel like my steering wheel is turning itself while I'm on cruise control. Listen to her. She so, worse than you with the house. Uh-oh, whatever. And so I let the steering wheel go and it hit that curve. I was like, oh, bruh. Bruh. Look at this dude. <laughs> Look at this dude. That was literally me. No, no. Um, but yeah, we got into an interesting conversation at the office, Cease. I know you wanted to get into it a little bit. Uh, yeah, and then I guess, um, hold on, let me hit the tagline. You, you over here skipping steps, Star. Damn. My bad. No, don't worry about it. Um, yeah, we were having a conversation at the office uh, in regards to new cars. So with that being said, if this thing will ever load up. Questions by Cease. So, 
Carl, I'll ask you this first because I've already asked Star, and then we'll get your opinion on it. Boom. Um, but do you feel like her stock goes up because she has a new car? Oh hell yeah! Ex- elaborate. I mean, it's just listen. Do, okay, no, no. How about this? How about and, this? And, and I don't want to do this because I don't want to car say nobody. But I'm just saying. Like, no, you can go for it because you're not, not talking about anybody. You're talking about me. Well, you're not talking about anybody. You're not talking about the car she has anymore. So she can't take. You know what I mean? Like she can't take offense to her old car and be proud of her new one. Well, here's the thing. How how it goes is is like this. You see her in there. Well, one, she's got an SUV, so I'm automatically assuming that she's got like a 12 year old son that plays like Pop Warner or something. So how does that stock go up? That's not like it go down. No, no, no. But then it's like, <laughs> but you can afford the pads and yeah, the helmet. Yeah, I was like, yeah, <laughs> that sounds like a. Yeah, you just opened yourself up to a whole new clientele. And, and don't, <laughs> and, and don't, and don't, don't do that because baby mamas is hot on the scene right Especially now. Especially if you only get like there, one there, kid. there's a whole market for women with kids. So don't, don't uh, kid shame. Don't say your stock goes down. I'm not kid shaming. I'm just saying God is faithful. You just in a whole other class. It could have been me. Hey, because listen, if you look at a chick that 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 can afford an SUV, you be like, oh yeah, she got a little bread on her. What I was trying to explain to Star earlier today in the presence of one of our other confidants is that she she her car fits her personality now. Like all the stuff that she says, if somebody was listening to the podcast and see her in her previous car, they almost might think that she's a liar. Or that she's like putting on fronts. No, now, no. now she now now she fits the role. No, that no. was her transition car. We knew well, no, her, no, 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 no. We knew she, her next. We knew her she, next one was going to be and, something and, fly. And she brought that up. She goes for people that know me that wouldn't apply, but for people that don't know her, when they see her in that car, it's going to make a difference. And what the the thing that brought all of this up is, as I said, that new car is probably going to attribute to the fact that within the next six months she's going to have a duke. Mm. Do you feel different in it? Of course she does. You seen the way she got warm. Yeah, she wait, wait, she no, rolled stop, up stop, and stopped. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> I did she's, that for y'all. She's stop, never stopped. Stop, stop, stop. I did that for y'all. You got you got cool and warm seats in there? Nah, don't bring that up. I'm so sad. I couldn't afford that it's one. Still drive itself though. That's different. I couldn't afford that one. I looked at it, but I was like, oh no, 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 not, Look, not this. I'm gonna tell you, is that I'm her stats now? That's part of her stats. Like, of course, got a new rap. So that was, that was like the extension of the question is is I know for men. If you drive a certain type of car, it adds to your stock. But is it the same thing for women? Star, do you feel like it is? Um, I I definitely take cars into consideration, but no, I no, also... no, no, no. Hold on, let me let me let me just re ask the question so that we can answer it precisely. Okay, do you feel like for women, because you take it oh, into okay. the, in consideration, doesn't really matter in this instance. For women, do you feel like if they have a nicer car, that it makes them, I guess, more attractive? Um, maybe not more attractive. In like the physical sense, because people, but it, it does make them like, oh, they look like they have it together. They and look which, like somebody who is financially be, stable, which could be which attractive. Is attractive yeah. But yeah, so it, it definitely enhances. We gotta their, stop. We gotta stop lying. I, I, I mean, if you did care, girl, rode the bus. You, you about to just go ahead. And, no, 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 no. <laughs> but I, I think there's a difference in between girls that you would potentially sleep with. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And girls that you would take more seriously. I'm not talking about you. No, you think I'll be taken more seriously I'll in play. my Rav Four over my Toyota Corolla 07? Listen, I'm gonna tell you the truth. You naming like some real high ticket items because I'm taking the girl that ride the bus. She gonna have a lot of fun. She is gonna have fun. No, 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 no. So, so, so that lends to my point. You can have fun with that girl. Oh yeah. But you're like, uh, I can't really date you because I can't be picking you up yeah, all the but time. They, no, that not even just that, but like, you like know. with Star's car. Again, I look. We're not car shaming. <laughs> she was an oil change away from the bus. Wow. I, it's, 
It was an older car, Star. It didn't it have. It was an 07. It didn't have. It didn't have hubcaps. You're not gonna on play it. her like she didn't have the money to go like fix it when it went out. No, no, no. But that, that's because you know her. Somebody just taking her off of First face of all, value takes the car that she was driving into the overall composition of who she is as a woman. First that, of all, it's not that I didn't have hubcaps. I had all blacks. Secondly. <laughs> I've I've never I've never heard a Sound female try, I've, I've never like tra- heard a female try to trump me with all blacks. That's fire though. And look, and if y'all don't know what all blacks are, that's I, fire. I implore you to go look that up because it's not a black hubcap. It's just do you even have hubcaps now? No, nah, your rim is built in. Huh? It's a yeah. rim. <laughs> yeah. So the, when I first got that car, it had them, and I remember the first time it fell off. Um, I was driving up La Brea Hill, uh, from now Obama. Uh, it was driving up that hill, and all of a sudden it rolled off. And me and Heather, shout out HD, we got all the way up the hill because there's nowhere to turn around and tried to swoop around. And the moment we parked, somebody rolled over it, Damn. <laughs> and my feelings were hurt. I kept a piece of that rim for so a while. So, so now, so wait, did you keep one of? Did you did you take all of them off? No, I mean somebody <laughs> gave me another one. Was it the same exact so She one? lost it through time. Like, how do you lose all it four? Was it? No, they all just fell off eventually. So I was like, I'm not going to keep replacing something that's going to fall Yo, off. Yo, that's why I don't that's let my girl drive my car. So, no, but this this is the Because she done lost one, too. Every time she get a tire change, tire change it, or something. No, like, but, does, but does she have actual rims on her car? Because you won't lose a rim. No, she has caps. Exactly. That's the point that I'm don't trying to. have caps? The old car or the new car? The new one. It has rims. It's a rim inside of a tire, not uh, a black inside of a tire with a hubcap attached to it. Yeah, the cap is just a snap yeah, in over the blacks. A, oh, exactly. She don't even know. Exactly. So she, she looked at the inside. She couldn't even evaluate sure the, what she's leveled up sure to. Make sure the radio played it with no rust on the top. Come on now. <laughs> I listen, and I told her the same thing. I just seen it right now. But yo, I, hey, real shit. Did you imagine base it next to you? No. Of or a bay? No, that's not that's not what she imagined. She imagined a drunk night where he had to drive. I ain't gonna lie, I got a new car just like your new outfit. You always think about being. I'm gonna talk to all these chicks. Tonight. Well, no, we and we talked about you earlier too. Is that a lot of you know you have multiple vehicles, one on a different end of the spectrum than the other. And if a person only saw you in one of those vehicles, their interpretation of you would be drastically different if they knew that you had multiple vehicles and a plethora of other. That's sickly. No, I don't want nobody to ever like. But it's true. It's it's it's, it's true. I mean, yeah, because you can't like for me. We was just talking about it right now. Like, yeah, the girl that ride the bus will be way more fun. But when it come down to paying bills and stuff like that, exactly. Be sick. Okay, you, you can't bring that check from Seven Eleven home. All right, hit me one more time. Questions by Cease. All right, first question: uh, Would y'all ever wear Skechers? <laughs> yeah, we ain't shit. It's no, it was the way you I know, that. man. It was you a, like he implied it. Like he do. Well, here's the deal. So my mom always told me that she couldn't get me to wear I don't have any uh arches in my feet. Oh so uh-huh. I had to wear expensive shoes for oh, the arch right, support. Please. Yeah. <laughs> Why the hell is she looking at me like that? Because you old flat foot. No, but she looked down at my feet like they was despicable. <laughs> She was like this. Look, look, look. Oh, flat foot. Yeah, no, I've seen it. I've seen your feet too. <laughs> we all seen it when you had that season of Birkenstocks at the office. Yeah, and he came with no you socks one day. <laughs> you was in a season, bro. Oh, my God. My toe was messed up. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I ain't got no orange socks. I, I, I wasn't wearing those. I can't wear those sketches, bro. 
But, but, but wait, wait, got, wait, 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 pause. But I do got the old the man. The new ones, wait, though, so are wait, not so, too bad. So they wait, make wait. me for golf shoes, too. I wait, can't do it. You wouldn't wear Skechers just because of the foot support. They probably have better shoes now, but I just don't like it. Let's, all right, while y'all talk, let me see if I can find me some fire skirts. No, 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 wait. Before you look up a pair of fire, have you seen a pair that you'd actually wear? No. Okay. Because they're ugly-ass shoes. I'm being real with so you. So, Star, for a dude, I anticipate that response. I'm interested to know what you would say. Um, I mean, the purpose of them matters. So, like, if I were buying a pair of shoes to, like, walk on my 15-minute break at work, I would buy some Skechers. Am I? <laughs> so Am wait, I? the Skechers would only have a 15-minute time <laughs> That's limit? That's it. That's it. Around the building. 15-minute breaks, right? <laughs> <laughs> From Coles. Keep going. Um, <laughs> but if, like, you know, I like to wear my dresses and my sneakers and stuff. You never catch me with a Skechers with, with my dresses but on. But why? Because they're Skechers. Hmm. And I'm a name snob a little bit. Okay, so that's what I wanted you when to get to. But they shoes, look like plastic. Man. When it comes I'm to shoes, right I'm a name snob. Br- branding name matters. Snob. Only reason I asked that is because I saw a pair of Skechers. That you like? No, fire? listen. Stop, 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 stop. I saw mm-hmm. a pair of Skechers that I said to myself, if they simply took off the S and put a Nike sign, this would be a shoe that people would wear. But that S. Or even if it didn't have no logo. Let's talk about that. I'd be more inclined to wear a no logo shoe. Than a Skechers shoe. I yeah. want to see the shoe that you're talking about. I seen it on somebody, but I was just interested to know if y'all shared in that sentiment because I was like, I'm trying to find something that I like, but like these. But are Skechers was so like middle school. I remember having Skechers, and they were like cool when for women when they lit up. It's usually, but like, then they came out with the hill. That's where they went downhill. When Skechers had the high hill for see, women, this is close. These look oh, like some okay. Ciccones. Carl, Carl, Carl's gonna persevere on this. So I'm gonna move on. He's gonna buy some too. Next time we come in, he's gonna. You gotta, but see, you got if you gonna wear some Skechers, you gotta have the whole fit, like jeans um, and a leather jacket. Okay, okay. so like, you're not real if, unless you got the leather jacket. Next y'all question. Y'all wear Brooks. So we're in the we're in the we're in. You the, ignore my question. Y'all gonna wear Brooks. So we're in the thick of the holidays. Carl, we're in the thick of the holidays. <laughs> so so we're in the thick of the holidays, which means that, um, God willing, we get to spend more time with our family and friends, specifically. Our parents. Mm-hmm. So I got a couple question or parent questions for you because I was like, somebody asked me one of these questions and led me to other questions where I was like, dang, I never really asked these parent, uh, questions to my parents. Yeah. So first one, do you two know where your parents met? Yes. Yeah. Star, do you wish to share? Uh, yeah. Okay. They met at the Bonaventure Hotel at a <laughs> fashion show and dance. Wow. And because I can oh, no, not, my not, let me, let me give you the I'm, full story or not the full story. I'll give you a, a synopsis. Um, my, they started playing the song, right, right, please, thank you, respect my parents, 38 years, bro, respect Uh, my gangster, so they started playing that song, the closer I get to you, and five dudes approached my mom, five dudes, five dudes, (laughs) hey, this sound like a, this sound like a story that your parents have perfected, but keep going, yes, my dad tells us so perfectly at one of their anniversary parties, we have it on tape, five dudes approached her, and my mom, she literally stepped all four corners and looked at each and every one of them and then she chose my dad because he had the biggest afro. Why does she, she have a tape measure? <laughs> she chose my dad because he had the biggest afro. She did it just so, like that too. She, literally. Does he still have the afro? No. He so, does not. So wait, hold on. Hey, can you imagine measuring an afro wait, to wait, this? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so, my daddy's Y'all see my daddy's old pictures. My daddy was fly. So, Still is. I, I'm not saying he's so, not. So did your dad ever tell of the dialogue that he shared with your mother to kind of like seal the deal? No, but I do know that she let him give her a ride home. 
she let him give her a ride on. That's big. Yeah, that is a big deal. Back the in the 70s? Day. Yeah. Yeah, that's big. It was in the 70s? Uh, yeah. Okay. Because they were man. married in 81. Yeah. <laughs> so. Close up. All right, not to, not to make it a big deal, but, but who sang that song? Donnie Hathaway and I can't think of the woman's name. Girl, you cold just for getting Donnie Hathaway. Roberta Flack. Roberta, uh, yes. Carl, how'd your Respect. parents meet? My bad, Roberta. Uh, my mom says she met my dad at a party. When she, we talked about this before in the podcast, maybe season one. Uh, season one? Uh, yeah, and he said that a whole year. Uh, but she said my dad was ugly when she first met him. Remember we You did tell that part yeah. that she didn't, I remember. she didn't like him that much. She met him at a party or whatever. And they, he was in the military. My mom, I think, was a bank teller or something like that by then. And uh, yeah, it all spewed away from there. And then mm. they got married. Wait, who was the bank teller? My mom. Oh yeah, that's right. That's She's right. in bank teller forever. My, yeah, my dad's in the military for a long ass time. He's like, I need me a woman who good with that money. Uh, <laughs> to, to this day. To this day. <laughs> to this day, he don't know the chance for money. They gonna kill me for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> you you got it when you was in college. Why you gonna put that on a broadcast? Yeah, get... <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. Where your where your dad beat your bobs at? Uh well, so I'm assuming you guys have known these stories about your parents for a considerable amount of time. Uh yeah, yeah maybe yeah, last ten years. Okay, well, then, so I, I somebody had asked me and I didn't have an answer to the question, so I was like, well, I'm gonna ask my dad when I see him because I'm seeing him over things he can break. Um, so I asked him and he tells me this story mm-hmm. of how he had a friend that was an ex NFL player. And there was some big like celebrity event that they were going to and that he had invited a young lady and the young lady showed up. So he called him and he said, yo, you know what I mean? Like, I need to, you know what I mean? Like, you, you need to get down here. because I need you to run off, uh, my, run an interference. Well, no, like my friend got a friend and like, you can't pass this up. Like somebody, somebody going to jump on her. So I, first thing I asked my dad was, well, where was you at when he called you? <laughs> and he looked at me like, "What are you talking about?" I was like, "Well, when he called, like, was you at the store? Like, was you, you know, were you at the gym?" He was like, "Cease, this was the seventies. Only way you get in the phone call is if you was at home." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Good point, father." Um, and he said he went to the party. He met her. They hit it <laughs> off, and it, it was that's funny. It was it was a done deal after that. But uh, I just thought it was interesting because I, again, I never asked the question. They said they met here. He said they met in Buena Park, which the only thing I know in Buena Park is not Knox. Yeah, and we talked about that earlier. It's not Knott's Berry Farm, yeah. contrary to how it's spelled. Knott's it's Berry, Knott's Farm, Berry so, Farm. So yeah, I just thought it was interesting. It was like a little piece of my own history that I had never even thought to even ask about, which, I, which I thought was pretty cool. All right, uh, staying on the theme of parents. You know, shit don't happen like that no more, really, man. A lot of people I meet now, they meet day person from, like, work. That's you. No, that's not just me. <laughs> not just me. Not just me. It really I is. I ain't going to throw nobody else out there, but it's not just me. I know a lot of people that met their spouse through work. Oh, yeah, Carl. You ain't going to throw nobody under the bus. Everybody knew what that meant. Yeah, I met somebody at work, too. Shut up. What just you? <laughs> What just you? Who's the other gentleman we was just talking about that you know pushed the fool? Hey, Carl Love hating on me when it's on him. It ain't on me. I ain't I'm talking about you. I'm talking about everybody. Though. There's a lot of people. <laughs> Not everybody. No. Star ain't met nobody at work. No, no, Duran, no. except the rumors. Duran, you, what? Me. Okay, that's three of us. I want to keep going through stuff where it's like right, somebody ain't got their life out there um, like that yet. All right, next question. Do you do you guys know your parents' best friend? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, my mom, no, my mom got a whole bunch of. Let, let's ju- let's just go with dads because I don't want to. You say met John? 
Tell us about John. No, have you met John? No, but I've heard stories. You oh, met, met John once. Never mind. Take that back. <laughs> Te- definitely take that back. You remember, so you remember, tell us a little bit. Tell us a little bit about John. John's a different dude, man. I'm What's different you. about him? John will show up. <laughs> John will show up with a brown suit from the '80s with some sandals on and like. A tank top undershirt. Hey, to watch the game. (laughs) (laughs) John is a different dude. That's my dad's only friend, too. Um, Star, what about your dad? Who's his best friend? Um, And describe him. I mean, first and foremost, his best friends are his brothers, but outside of family. um, Whack. That's it? Don't talk about my uncles. No, you're right. Uh, Outside of family, uh, I would say that... (sighs) Probably... It's two people that I'm thinking of, Robert and um, I can't even think of his name, but yeah, one one other dude. I we he didn't come around a lot uh, when we were growing up because he started using drugs, and my dad was like, "Do not come here while you have that issue going on." That's a good parent. So, um, I know they were still pretty close. My dad would still talk to him regularly. We'd always say hi when they were on the phone, but he wasn't allowed to come over uh, for a long time until he got clean. So. Okay. What about your mom? Her. Your mom ain't got no homegirls? Uh, my mom's best friend. You trying to? You gotta asking for a friend, home? right? You asking for John? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Linda and Hazel. So Linda is. I asked her to be my godmommy when I was like twenty three. Hey, hold on, I'm gonna make a prediction. <laughs> Those are church friends. No, not uh, at all. Okay, Hazel. Hazel, she went to elementary school with. Okay, and then Linda, they met. Um, because when my mom started teaching, they were like. Oh, you have to meet this other teacher. You remind me so much of her. I just think they both were black, and that's why she, they reminded her of the of uh, Linda. Quite then, likely. Yeah. So Linda and Hazel are my mom's best friends. Okay. Next parent question. Y'all got a key to your parents' house? Yes. Carl? All the keys. Yeah, I got a garage door over there. Dang, y'all lucky. I just got one. Ooh. That was a big deal. Moving that's, on I, up. I think that's why this was such a special Thanksgiving, too, because my dad, he's like a very, like, he don't lead up to anything. So he just yeah. he dropped it on the table and walked away and knew I had to ask like what's this and he was like to the back door. Ooh! And I was like, all right, I'll take Check it. Check you out. I just never gave mine back. Why uh, he get tired of letting you in? Um, I think that was his way of saying like you ain't got no excuse to, uh, to come not to come over. You mm-hmm. know, so you know, me and my dad we communicate like that in like symbolism a lot, not through actual words. So that's what I took it as. And, and uh, you always welcome here. Yeah. And that was like a big deal for my dad yeah. to even do that for me. No, so. for sure. Um, okay. That was all the parent questions. Y'all ever cheat in the carpool? Like y'all ever get in there when there's nobody else in your car? I did that once. Just once? That I can recall. Yes. Okay. And well, I was following somebody. So ask the question one more time. Y'all, do you ever cheat in the carpool? Like, do you ever get in the carpool when it's just you? Oh, yeah, especially on long distance. I used to on my way home from Fresno. You was living on the wild side. Man, by the time you got out of the Central Valley, you didn't want to deal with no L.A. traffic, man. I was in there. I put the dog in the front seat, made it look like he was human. I remember getting in a work car, and it had an E.T. in the passenger seat. Mm, I remember how that got there. I wonder who had driven it right before me. I don't even know. What was the little boy's name, Sam? (laughs) Um, okay, I just I was just wondering because I do that all the time. Um, so I asked Carl this question Uh-oh. and he flipped out like I was crazy for asking this question. So Starma asked you, Carl, oh, shut your mouth. The, I don't remember the question. I don't remember. P.S. We got to catch up on Ninety Day Fiance too. Star, I fell asleep last night. Have you ever seen a police officer um, who was fl- a male police officer who was flamboyantly homosexual? 
Not at the strip party. Shh. Oh, not the strippers. Uh, no. Coral, have you seen a flamboyantly gay Navy military person? Yes. Male. Yes, I know one. And and, and let me let me just uh, give the disclaimer that if if our use of the word flamboyant is ignorant or disrespectful to anybody, that's not the intention right now. I'm just trying to identify as being female. No, I'm or just what try- we perceive to be female. No, qualities. just where, where, but it's not even just like the where perception. you can observe from somebody's demeanor, where you can make the assumption because you never really know unless a person tells you mm-hmm. that oh, based upon your demeanor, your mannerisms, the way that you talk, the way that you pronounce words, whatever it may be. I can make the assumption that you would be a homosexual male. I hate that because even I, I was we we sidetrack real quick. We was having this conversation about me wanting to eat more plant based meals. So I tell, <laughs> I, I got know, nervous. But, but hold up, I tell. Um, what you trying to eat more of, Carl? I told Marco, uh, yours, Marco from yeah. uh, Jig is up, and he hit me with it. Well, you know, <laughs> there's more than just one type of vegan. There's environmental vegan, financial. I said, listen, Marco, I mess with you. You my guy. <laughs> Loki, I don't give a shit about no environment. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not trying to be politically correct on every single thing in this life, man. Environmental vegan people act like plants are just an unlimited resource. What's a financial vegan? Do we know what that is? A what? A piece of a finance, bro. I promise you, he said this. He went on a whole list rant. Yeah, my thing is that plants are still a limited resource as well. So now it's meat. Next, it'll be oh, we can't eat plants because we're running out. Like FYI, they're all kind of vegans. There's health vegans, ethical vegans, environmental vegans, and economic vegans. I think maybe the last part was just the bar. That's just what I'm assuming. Like he was just trying to be Marco funny. Marco got bars. With the last part, oh, I don't, no, I don't know for sure. About no economic vegan. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, I was just wondering, going back to the actual question that I asked, is if you and Star said that she had never seen one, and Carl, you had mentioned before. I just feel like I know more military personnel than I know police officers. So I, for you to say you haven't seen that flamboyantly gay police officer. I don't know. I don't think I've seen a flamboyant gay like Navy dude. Like in his blues? Like just out Not here? while he's in his blues. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Like you probably won't know the difference. Like them uniforms be making people. But then you be a, uh, what is it, Flicks, Ricks in Hillcrest. And be like, oh, what do you do? I'm military. And I'm like, oh, okay. That dude that he met at the gas station? Ah, shit. I think he's flamboyantly gay. All right. All right, fair enough. Um, anyway, yeah, he could be in the military. Real sound effects. Wait, <laughs> real mother. This is just for Star. Big mouth seats and normal ass car with breaking news. <laughs> I just let y'all mess that up on your own these days. We haven't messed it up in a long time, so that was actually pretty fun. Um, real so news, are we all familiar with what Ti recently said? Yes. Yeah, man, he checked in there. Somebody tell me what T.I. recently said in regards to- Hi, Meninja. Okay, star. <laughs> Can you tell us? <laughs> I don't like him. I really don't like him. <laughs> star, can you tell us a synopsis of what- That's your best joke of 2019. Okay, I guess you can. Okay, so, so what T.I. said- A famous like- Atlanta rapper, T.I., uh, he recent... said he'd be taking his daughter to the gynecologist to make sure her hymen is still intact. Okay, so people have probably talked about this 
you know, back and forth. I mean, I, I guess when it comes to a parent, um, you really govern yourself according to what you feel like is in the best interest of yourself. And or based on you, what you did. Well, I said based upon yourself and oh, yeah. your child, hopefully congruently, uh, but maybe one more so than the other. But then are we familiar with the comments that he said thereafter in regards to his sons and his daughters as it uh, pertained to childbearing? Nope. But so, I feel like he's, he's probably just a little more okay with it. I don't know. Well, he said that the reason that he's maybe so hands-on as it pertains to his daughter and not so much with his son is that he feels like that if his daughter brought a child into the home, it would drastically change the dynamic of their home. But if his son did, maybe not so much. Do you guys agree, disagree, or have any opinions? I mean, I agree because women sacrifice more in relationships. <laughs> okay, so that was a shot from the last episode. But beyond that, or do you have any thoughts? Um, I still think it's ignorant. I still think you still need to um, talk about values. Don't just talk about action. If you talk about values and you instill values in your kids, they're going to act accordingly or not act accordingly, but be aware of their actions. Well, I don't think it was so much like the actions as it's related to, well, if you're of a certain age, maybe you shouldn't be engaging in certain behaviors that have specific consequences. It's just well, that, that things could and potentially will happen. And if but he don't if, think it's changing his son's life, it may not it, the dynamic, no, 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 no. Listen, wait, wait. The dynamic of the household, because I can only assume that, that he, she was going to have to live at home with the kid, and there would be a baby in the house. Well, no, no. I think again, star. You're, you're like, you're jumping. You're, you're, you're ready to attack the sentiment, but I think the point that he was trying to make is, is that the kids would be coming home regardless, because that's their home, and that for his son to be a father to his child would be drastically different than his daughter being a mother to her child. That is not a reason to check a hymen. No. <laughs> Carl, I'm, I'm looking for the voice of reason because she doesn't want to answer the question. What's the question? Do you feel like it would change the dynamic of the household? It's not that one's more significant than the other. I said, yeah, because the baby is probably going to live at home more than likely. Okay, Carl. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, what, what do you want from me, please? <laughs> well, no, because you kept addressing the other comments and I was just using that to leave. She it. gave you the, the answer, though. That's funny. Right. Carl, you let it rock for a little what bit. Your eyes are closed right now. You can't. You, you can't let, agree you, with nobody you, with your eyes closed. You let it rock for a little bit. Okay, Carl. P opinions. I, no, I, yeah, for sure. What? <laughs> listen, I don't even know why we're here. No, I'm just telling you, like her dad. Her dad's ti. There's no point for us to record. Yo, listen. The if, if I'm see, I don't even like using this hypothetical as a little girl. But if I'm Ti's daughter's age <laughs> and we're having a baby, like yeah, my son or daughter's gonna live with Ti with Grandpa. You know what I mean? They will be good. But do you think it would be different if you? No, don't make yourself his daughter because that's weird. If you were Ti and you had a daughter and a son and they were both 18, 19, 20 years old, do you think it would be drastically different if your son came home and said, "Dad, I have I'm expecting a child," um, as opposed to if your daughter said, "Dad, I'm expecting a child." Uh, no, I think it, I totally get what he was saying, and I, it's, no, it, I feel like it's, it'd be the same because, like, you have aspirations for your daughter and for your son. I don't think it again. You can't get mad at me if I'm look if I'm thinking about it like both not, ways. No, no, it's not, I think like I'd be disappointed in two different ways. It's not the same. No, we're not talking about your disappointment, your feelings about it, how you would react to it, the dynamic of the household. Bringing a kid in the house, period, from either one of them is going to change That's the household. That's not true, because chances are if his son had a daughter with a young lady, 
they would do one of two things. He would either move in with the young lady or that child would be primarily with its mother. Why would the late young lady move in with him? Well, no, no, no. That's a possibility. But that's but not the norm. Yes. And I don't understand, like, why y'all are like. Why is that's that not exactly the norm? That's exactly what I said. Why are you saying y'all? Why y'all wait, why is that not the norm? Did. You, you might have alluded to that. No, but you, I said you were she's going to live funny. at home. I said she's going to live at home in their house. But That's you didn't. But you, but you didn't give like the 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 counter to that. You didn't didn't say like, and the son wouldn't, because that could have been a possibility based upon. Or so could move in with her, case. like with her parents. Who knows? It, That's what I'm saying. So it wouldn't change his household at all. But I that still is not logic enough for that situation. All right, y'all don't want to have a podcast. So That's not fine. logic. No, nah, you just don't want us to agree with no, you. No, you just cool. want us to have the same opinion as Cecil you. No, I, I just want y'all to actually address the question. Let that me bring asked. up this topic. Agree with me first. No, that's the question <laughs> not being addressed. Yeah, he anyway, Carl, you had some topics. What was those? <laughs> He's big mad. I'm not mad. I'm not mad, but I. Big mad, see. But but Star is obviously disengaged. Carl, I don't know what's wrong with Carl. I'm engaged. I'm engaged. I'm disengaged. Um, Carl, do you want to ask your question that you asked me about getting over somebody? No, I had a. Boy, I had way more than just that. Well, then go ahead. Let's hear it. (laughs) I don't even know why I showed up with the next dude. Anyway. Oh, he's a good time. He fake mad. He got his hood on and shit. He got his new jacket from Wilson's. Uh, Why does everybody want to talk about this jacket? I've had this jacket for a while. It's like the third person to bring that up. They say Wilson's? No, but it's just... <laughs> shut up, man. First of all, if you know about Wilson's, you already old. Oh, I've been there. $60 I love, jackets. I you already know. Carl, you... You, you know Miss Donna? Oh, she was like, yeah, I got this nice little Raider jacket. I got it from Wilson's. <laughs> Shout out to Miss Donna. I put our podcast on her phone, too. And now, The The Runaround. runaround. All right, it's time for The Runaround, y'all. The Runaround. The Runaround runaround is a halftime segment in our episode to break up the monotony. Monotony. And you know what I'm wondering right now? (laughs) Am I mad yet? Oh, Oh, you mad. He's getting mad, y'all. If he ain't mad yet, I hope y'all listen. Go ahead. Oh yeah, breaks up the monotony in our episode. Uh, hey, shout out! Who was that? Who was like, I use the word monotony every day now because a new, it's a new listener we got right now too. <laughs> I'm gonna look but it up. I don't and know I'm how fast she's gonna get to this because I think she started from like episode one. So they really, yo, my cousin hit me up. I was like, yo, I, I felt the same way too. I said about what? He said, you remember you was talking about? I said, bro, that was two years ago. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm just glad that those episodes that we've like long forgotten are still getting spins. Yeah. Uh, Star, what's the topic for today's runaround? Well, first, do we want to do the disclaimer? No. Okay. So, um, as you all know, we have just entered the last month. Of the current decade. Of the decade. Mm-hmm. Oh, I kind of want to change the topic. Go ahead. Sir. Sorry. Okay. So the topic is, where were you during Y2K? Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Which has nothing to do with the decade, oh, but yeah. I just thought about it. Yeah, so, sorry, all. we're shifting it. Where were you during Y2K? So instead of our normal one minute, we're going to take 30 seconds. Got it. We're going to spruce this up just a T90 bit. So uh, who, in fact, would like I'll to go first? Go first. Okay. Give me 2.5 seconds. He wasn't outside. All right. And then this is going to be easy. That's the one. Yeah. All right. Lego. I was 15. I was a year removed from having a car and being able to drive it. You was 15 in 1999? The run around. So I was at home. That's it. 
That's the tweet. Yeah, without without a water surplus. That's it. <laughs> All right, that's one. Carl. My, my mama believe in God. <laughs> he ain't gonna take us mm-hmm. all out. Mm-hmm. He uh, loving God. Since we starting that way, let me uh go ahead start with age. Go ahead. Go. Uh, nineteen ninety nine. I was ten. Um, and yeah, I was I was at home too. I wasn't outside back then, wow. man. Uh, hey, did Prince come out with that song in nineteen ninety nine? No. Okay. I didn't You're know. so young. I was ten. Come on, man. I don't know when nothing came out at that point. Should have known that. That was a different kid. Run around my back. The run around? Yeah. Anyway. You were 10. Continue. I was 10 in the house, bro. I wasn't outside back then. Wow. All right, Star. Star has something to say. Yeah, I know. (laughs) She she just sent us like, her family, like, know, yeah, hey, you know, she's really, she's really good at picking there. a topic where she can be like, well, I'm gonna get my shit off. <laughs> <laughs> Let y'all know what I was on. Um, okay, so I'll start my 30, 30 seconds. seconds started now. Um, we were at Disneyland. <laughs> my parents were like, Well, if the world is ending, we're gonna be at the happiest place on earth. And so we went to Disneyland instead and of watch saw- night service at church, because <laughs> uh, that's where our priorities were. The hotel had a tub full of water, we had a whole bunch of snacks for free. And uh, the last song that we, or the the last song that they played before the countdown was 1999 by Prince. And it was a quiet moment when the clock struck 12. But then afterwards, we partayed. (laughs) Party! (laughs) That's crazy. All right. I knew she had a good time. That's the only reason she wanted that topic. Uh, Yeah, I was at home. All right, y'all. I didn't expect y'all to be at home though. I would have. I would have stuck to the original. Where the hell was I gonna be at? You know what, Star? I'm gonna give him your disclaimer. Is that um, towards the end of this episode, things get a little real. It's not contentious. It's just us kind of being a little bit more vulnerable in regards to some things that we all either personally or vicariously can relate to. So make sure you listen to the end of the episode and take heed to our offer. Sit for the run around, y'all, and don't forget to share it. Oh, that too. Yeah, don't make sure to share. And that's it. Yeah. For the runaround. Treat it like HBV. I got a question for you. So then for a for a job interview, what three things do you do before or during a job interview that kind of help your causes on getting a job? What three things specifically? Yeah, or one thing. Or just a bunch of things. Anything you do specific. Read the job description. <laughs> and we laughing first and foremost we laughing but that's no like, no and you're right because i know some people where they just go they've told me about their interview experience and then i've just researched the job that they were going after and i was like oh i would have done better just going in cold after reading this description than you did because you you didn't you, even do the bare minimum to give yourself a fair chance at the job minimum. or even prepare for that um so definitely read the job description um pick out my clothes and make sure my teeth are brushed extra good okay Cease. I got one. What's that? You go in there and you lie. You go in there anticipating that lie other people are 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 lying. So even if you're not lying, you're putting you're putting extras. On. Oh yes, I, can I don't do know that. if Absolutely. I I don't know if I agree with that. Like, I'm if, a quick learner. Yeah. <laughs> like if I got a certain if Here's I got a favorite. Listen. Here's okay. my favorite. Uh, what's your biggest weakness? You know, I'm a perfectionist. That's my greatest weakness. I feel like everybody said that every, for everyone. And, it, and it's a lie. From the pit. <laughs> and, and even if you like, if you sitting there and you know that you just took the little typing exam and you got 65 what words is one of your minute, we- what's one? Do you know one of your weaknesses when it comes to work? I mean, somebody else would have to tell me. I know what mine is now, finally. What's yours? I move too fast sometimes. What? Yeah. Say that again. I move too fast, work-wise. Podcast wise, no, life wise. No, I like for real. Like I'd be like, I'd be zooming through my work. Birth wise, <laughs> birth wise. No, you said that. That was the title birth of an episode. Birth wise, 
Nah, but I do. I definitely be zooming through Tuesday. You know what? And you be moving too fast. He's never. He's never wrong. That's his thing. What are you talking about? <laughs> Exhibit A. Yeah, he can't accuse it. Wait, but you can't say that about yeah, me. I can't. No, that's not because because your supervisor, your old supervisor, told me that. But you know, no, 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 no. wait, 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 wait. No, no, let's, no, no, no. Let's not do that because because what you're saying is you're saying this is this person's perception of you based on the fact that we all got jokes together. No, he works with you. Huh? He, he works with you. No, but you can't. And on say days that. where you was really on one, he like, man, he could just never be wrong. It's not about not being. Why wrong. Why are you such? So- Wait, 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 wait. Let's take a break. But it's not about not being wrong, but it's just like you you're gonna if you're gonna tell me that I'm wrong, you can't just say, Oh, you're wrong. You're gonna have to explain to me why I'm wrong. And most people can't. The way actually... I tried to have you explain about how Snoop Dogg didn't have a birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I went back, I went home and listened to that immediately. Was Snoop Dogg on the song? <laughs> just the chorus. Yeah, I told you no I told you I told you it was just on just the chorus. And that's why I see Wait, 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 but let's ask a question. Let's ask a question. Does a chorus not include a verse? No. Well, that's two different things. You sure? Positive. There's no verses in choruses? Absolutely not. Okay. All right, so anyway, but yeah, he doesn't accept being wrong. <laughs> that's not true. All right, explain your point, man. Because, no, I just made the point is that if you're going to tell me that I'm wrong, I'm still going to hold you accountable for being able to tell me why I'm wrong. And the majority of the time, people can't do that. People can just jump on, oh, well, you're wrong. Tell me why. So that doesn't mean that I can't take that I'm wrong. I need an explanation. Yeah, but I'm holding again, people accountable. So if you look at it both ways, though, right? You can explain yourself all you want to. You have to start looking at was their point stronger than mine, or do I strongly believe my point is just no? But that's like, but see, and I think that's the common misconception <laughs> when somebody tells you that you're wrong and then you try to refute it. It's like, oh, you're just trying to argue the point. It's like, no, I need clarification. I need details. I need facts as to why you've come to this conclusion. And when people didn't hit me with because you're just wrong, that's bullshit to me. I don't think they just say you just wrong. No, it, it is. That's it is. And then I'm when I ask, no, no. And then when I ask for the explanation, what you do and what this other person does, and what people typically do is they want to then go to the like the the heckling and the mocking. See, see, see. Told Wait, you. What told I do? you. I ain't never got no issues with you about nothing about being right or wrong. What are you talking about? You just brought it up right now. I've never said. I just said that this is what I asked. You, you just said I, that you can't be wrong. That Cecil, that's your. Yeah, based on what your supervisor said. I don't believe that. I'm just, he said someone else would have to tell him. Did he not say that? You did say that. That's what I'm saying. So I'm giving you an example from uh, a, a former supervisor. You're not my, like, but, yeah, but, but I just, you, you, you do come off as a know-it-all in a slight uh, control. Like, you like to be in control. <laughs> Hence the soundboard. Yeah, you like that, man. Which the people already said they like me better. Yo, you, you like me. <laughs> Hey, even when he's soaking in, it looks like it's killing him inside. No, because the, the mo- because because people often do this to me, and so the same scenario that you're bringing up with this previous supervisor, the only reason you're able to speak to that is because you guys, in conjunction with one another, have tried to like place this label on me. So it's really just the same thing: just insert star and in- uh, subtract that person. Is that the only person that said that to you? Can't be. How many people do you need to hear it say it before it's like you know what? Maybe someone's right. But you guys are the only people that say that. That's what I asked you. So we're the only people that say that. She just said that's three. But you know what I mean. And 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 I, and I think it's I think it's different. All right, not even just that you're not wrong, but like maybe like you come off as condescending. Uh, oh, no, I at say all. That. 
know it all possible. I put, I'm trying to put him in the realm of like what people say. I definitely wouldn't say condescending. <laughs> he get mad. But I know like- you're right. I am. I, I, I just, so I don't. I can't say anything because I, 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 no, I don't. You I don't can. agree. You can. I don't agree. I feel. Like- oh, what is it? Narcissist. <laughs> and which you said. Yeah, I'm not making. I'm not making. It. It. I'm, I'm just giving you the ballpark of these things, man. I don't, I'm not saying that. And it is also that like a personal <laughs> attack or something? <laughs> <laughs> and it also falls in line. Like that's literally traits of narcissism. And you've said that yourself. You've like I have narcissistic tendencies. Like that's that is what it is. Yeah, I'm not saying you are. I'm just saying we like we want an intervention with Cease tonight. Yeah, man. He he's he's, he's taking he's taking that tough right now. How does it make you feel? I, it was my turn before. Go ahead. It was my turn. No, you had other topics. Go ahead. I'm no, listening. it was my turn. So you asked I, my opinion. I shared it. I don't have nothing my, to say. What would you say my work weakness is? This nigga gonna tell me my fucking weakness. <laughs> you gonna make me edit? I, yeah, I, I, thought, I, I thought I was gonna have a smooth I, editing today, man. It didn't work out. Uh, gonna leave that in there. You know. I don't know. What would you say stars is? <laughs> I don't know. So okay, I can't I can't I gave you mine and everybody was cool with it. Like I, I can't engage in this conversation. Why so not? Give Star hers and we can move on. <laughs> why we, let's do another one. Let's do a new topic. We'll talk about yours off mic. I can't think of one right now. That's because I'm hey, you know, he's feed, no he's feeding into that's it. That's because I'm she perfect. Don't, she don't have no weakness. I'm asking hey, you. It was, so you can't you know say what? it. It, it, I worked with it, it like seven months. It was way too easy for you to like say I gave you what like, someone else no, 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 said. No, no, no. no, no. That, that was personal. But, so what was the next one? The next question that Flawless. The the other work one, ethic flawless. What's the, I I don't know. I sent them to you. I thought you write them down, which obviously you don't write them down. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he definitely just he definitely don't write them down, man. That's wild. Oh, we were gonna talk about um for the culture. Terrell Pryor. <laughs> oh, I said, what do you do about what do you do when we we're gonna is, talk about Terrell Pryor? Yes, we can. Uh, I said, what do you do when you break up with somebody to get over them? What is what is your what is your uh your... hop in the next bed? <laughs> she... All right, man. I'm just kidding. I don't. No, what I is... don't do that. So, what, so your your last situation. What did you need to do for you to get over that person? Um, I had to engage in some real therapy. Mm. That was one of the precipitating events that led to me going to therapy. Uh, because I was like, it's obviously me. Like, I took that one extremely personal, even though I knew it wasn't. Was it you though? What after you did your therapy? No. Mm-mm. Okay. No, it was just. It was a matter of um. Sometimes people want things to work because it makes sense, but they're not being honest with themselves and where they are. And I just happened to be on the receiving end of somebody who wanted this vision for their life, but were nowhere near ready to get that mm. or to have that. Okay. That makes sense now. Yeah. And you paint it out that way. Yeah. That's all that was. Yeah, because, I mean, it can't be your fault at the end of the day. There's no way. Uh, well, I mean, I got a RAV4 now, so we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> if I roll by him, he might be like, oh, wait a minute. I am ready. <laughs> Damn, I, I am ready. Oh, wait a minute. I didn't want her in the Corolla, but this? I am ready. <laughs> Yo. Go ahead. So what'd you do to get over somebody? I get a new job. That's your thing. You work it out. And you know, because I, I I thought about because you I you know I've had time to think about the question because he sent it to me and said, hey, I want to talk about this. So oh, I'm okay. like, all right, well, let me think about what typically happens when I get out of a relationship. And yeah, 
You know, so you just stay busy then. Mm. You start going to the gym more. That's another thing. Women love going to the gym after they break up with. Uh, I work out regularly, so that's not like a. Thing. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I feel like I, used to. You, you I just y'all more. You you just you just find something to to fill your time with, and that could be another person, that could be a different activity. But I think for me, like if I'm getting out of a relationship. I need to create space in between me and the whole essence of being in a relationship so I can then because you lose yourself in a relationship. Absolutely. Which I hate. So when you get out of a relationship, you then have to read because because you've then gone through a period of liking things because the other person likes them. You've kind of uh, downplayed certain components of yourself so that the other person can shine in some situations. So again, I I feel like even going to like the work comment is just like you know I it, you you then get back to the essentials. I have to work to live. Like let me like pour myself into this, and you know what I mean. Like something that gives you self worth and uh, worth, and work has always done that for me um, because it's it's like one of the quickest ways to get recognition. Remind you of your value, what you bring to the table, and then you kind of sure. like go out into the world, and you have that new confidence from this you know, this other place that you can then carry into your social interactions. Mm. Yeah. Well, you, and you, therapy is not the go-to for me. That was just specifically the last one. Mm. So it's just like, you still going out or just kind of spread it out? Um, I need to, I need to hit her up. Like, Hey, what up auntie? <laughs> She's a, like a 60 year old black woman. I think <laughs> my move is typical, <laughs> but see, I feel like it's, it's changed now. Like back then I probably just go out. You know, you have your homies like, man, we ain't gonna just sit up in the house. But now that I'm older, yeah, that probably changed. I don't know what I would do now. I probably just play more golf. Bro said I was weird because I play golf. What was what led us down that conversation? That's not the only you you love just bringing up things out of context. No, I know, but remember when you said I play golf? You were mentioning somebody having a spe- specific activity and that being oh, oh we talking games. about video games. So I, I asked, bro. Well, okay, so if if you if you know most black males or have a perception in your mind of most black males what's weirder for a black male to be a golfer or to play 2k in madden golfing is the less preferred method of enjoyment no yeah so but he was like no, weird, no, no only reason it, it only reason it came up because he was like i couldn't imagine sitting there playing video games and i was like that's what most brothers <laughs> that's what most brothers would say about right. going out and golfing in them pants you'd be wearing hey, like, but does your brother play video games still yes like a lot um, I wouldn't say a lot, but he plays them. Like you, like you two or three times a week. Carl, you, Carl I have ton, I have tons of friends that play video games. I yeah, have one. I have one that golfs. Who's that? Me. Well, two. You and Aaron. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm Aaron play, looked like he golf. I didn't play golf with Aaron. <laughs> hey, and, and and I was getting ready. Hey, and I was getting ready to say for Aaron, it makes yeah, you, sense. Aaron. But for you, when I when when people, I play I, golf with Aaron. I've <laughs> I've heard people. My brother Aaron golfs too. My I, daddy went for the first time. When oh, no, no, no. Your, your, your boy Aaron, he looked like he golfed. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My daddy went for the first time. Oh, like Aaron Roy? Mm-hmm. He hit hey, me up, too. the whole government. Yeah, but he was here before. On the, he got his whole government that is on true. the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he hit me up last, like like two months ago. I was like, yo, let's go play. I was like, damn, yeah, let's go do it. But he, he was far. Hmm. Y'all can meet in the middle. Yeah, we could. Actually, I think he like volunteered to meet me in the middle. Yeah. And then what'd you say? So yeah, let's do it. And then we just never got back. It was like one of those political things. Like, hey man, you wanna hang? Yeah, let's go hang. And then we just it was cool to say it, but I don't think we put the put it into action. I wanna play. 
But yeah, so but, but, but that was my whole thing. Like I was like, yo, who plays video games? Like I, I played like in college, but then now it's like, well, what do I do with that spare time now? I go to the gym. He said it was weird that people don't go to the gym. You know, if they, if you don't go at least once or twice a week, that's kind of odd. Because I was thinking like, damn, like, you know, I got friends that come home at 530 and play video games till 9, 930. One of my neighbors now plays a lot and it'd be loud. For real? Yeah. All right. Stereotypical. White dude? Mm-hmm. Big dude? Like to order no, food? No, but his arm is broken. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't know if Yeah, if he played with two feet, that's crazy. No, you just got to hold the <laughs> controller close to that one arm that's in the sling. <laughs> What's up, man? And he really let that comment get to him, man. I'm just, oh, I, don't, I don't like this shit at all. I'm just being honest I, I'm with just you. telling yeah. you, man. I don't like that at all. Why are you so mad about that? Because I, I feel like you did that on purpose. No, I did. And, and, no, and no offense to you because we have a podcast that's silly. We're being funny. But you you, you did that on purpose. You and, asked the no, question. No, no, no. Like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm not just going to put it all on you. And Star knew what you did. Star knew what my reaction would be. And then she reinforced it. So that's All fine. I actually did was sit back and try to convey what he was saying. Hey, 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 she's, hey she's so good at this because you remember how you mentioned, oh, I don't, you know, we was talking political. She's about as political as it gets. So I'm going to just go ahead and start hitting with the tagline. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? You know what's funny is that you can't take it. And take that, what? Like, like the jokes... No, 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 but that's the whole point. No, hey, because no. when you get wait, on wait, me, wait, wait, I'll wait. be in there. I've no. eaten them, too. No, 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 because you know that I'm, I'm one, I love to be argumentative, and I'm good at it. Only thing that I'm doing is just not kind of like engaging in that, because we could go on forever, and we got a podcast. People, yeah, I'm just people saying, don't want to hear that. I was just saying that. We know. You said it. I, I was just saying the other ones, because you said argumentative. That goes into the process of all those words I said, too. That's fine, because you're just going to keep on going, Why can't you just you? accept those things? Why would I accept all those things? <laughs> all right, that, yeah. that, that makes no sense See, to me. I know you don't have social media, but... Uh... Thank you, sir. All right, so... And hey, don't be coming here with that like nasty energy when we do this one. <laughs> all right, so... All right. Am I the asshole for putting... Listen, I'm just going to read it. This That was the title. Oh, of I thought you were asking personally. I thought no, he was still on it. I was not, like, damn, you no, would not no, let no. this go. Um, this is something I found online. I'm looking for assistance determining whether I am the a-hole in this situation that has divided our house into two groups. If you ever have to ask, the answer is yes. Okay, so let's pause. Have we have we all lived with roommates? Hell yeah. Yes. Have you lived with more than one roommate? No. Yes. So just unless one, you include my parents, one is the max. <laughs> I'm my brother. Okay, so it'll be interesting to see. The I had three roommates. Come. Okay, oh. so I How am. You ever had? Roommates? Yeah. I've had three before. It's uh, yeah. a, a wild time. Uh, I'm a 20-year-old male. I'm, shower. I'm a college student with four other guys my age. It's our second year living together, and last year we had an issue with people eating food that isn't theirs. So now that so now we have a strict I can relate. L- label your stuff and only eat things with your name on it policy. So we're all rolling that that's a legitimate policy to have within we a household. We have that in my parents' I'm house. The, I'm, the, I'm the thief. Oh, in your parents' house. I'm okay. the food thief. Well, day. we know because the sushi incident. Um, <laughs> you ate his sushi. Don't act like you don't remember mm, that. Pardon me. Never mind. You know what? I was about to say something. Man, get your jokes. Uh, my girlfriend and I like to get a bit frisky in the bedroom. Mm, and a few what, nights what, ago, before roommates, chocolate syrup was I, gone. I dipped my <laughs> unit in peanut butter and she removed it. You can catch the gist. I'm not going to like read it in detail. Yes, I understand that, that is slightly bizarre, but that's just how we roll. The controversy is that since we have a mouse problem, I didn't want to leave the peanut butter in the bedroom. So afterwards, I closed oh, it nuts. and returned <laughs> and returned it. Yeah, to, this was clearly peanut with nuts. Uh, so afterwards, I closed it and returned it to my kitchen cupboard. Note that it had a huge peanut butter dilemma. That was what he put on it. 
label on it so it was clear that it belonged to me. So maybe that was like his little thing. He basically felt like the label that he put on the peanut. Well, mind you, better yet, he put a label on the peanut butter that the other people in the house should have known that they didn't put on. They should have respected it. Yeah, but okay. he dipped his nuts in the peanut butter. His peanut butter, <laughs> not the peanut butter. Yeah, his, his know, peanut butter. That's very crucial to right, the story. All right, but even still, okay. So don't put that in the refrigerator. Fam. No, in the cupboard. That's and you still got, nasty. Well, what if you got roaches? Yeah. You gonna leave it in your room? Bro, you need to move. Don't don't dip your nuts in no peanut butter. Okay, let me keep going. Back One of my roommates it. told me yesterday, oh, by the way, I had some of your peanut butter. <laughs> he sees me visit he sees my visibly shocked reaction and asks, Yo, what's up? So ultimately I come clean about the whole deal. Come clean. He's, he's furious. <laughs> he's furious and says, What Carl just said. Why would you put it back in the kitchen? <laughs> I remind him of the mouse situation and our policy not to eat other people's labeled food. Yeah, but you can't dip your mouse in the peanut butter. This is the first time all year that somebody <laughs> has had my labeled food and informed me after the fact. Yo. So basically he's saying that most of the time when people want to. They be like, hey, bro. Like, hey, I'm about you mind to if I get some exactly. peanut butter? He said it was just some peanut butter on his bread. Yeah, that's, but wait a minute, wait a minute. Hey, bro, can I get some peanut butter? Then you say, nah, bro, I put my dick in that one. Like, come on, bro. That's he nasty. He didn't see them pubes. Well, hey, that's why you asked. Let me, no, you don't. So, wait, wait. He didn't that. see them pubes. So, so, let me finish. Let me finish. He said, uh, he said it was mark. just some peanut butter on his, his peanut bread. Peanut butter thick. It probably oh. left like a moldy. Let me get these jokes off. What if he scooped it first? What uh, <laughs> if he scooped it? Then he wouldn't care because his. All right. Uh, he said it was just some peanut butter on his bread, and he did not. And it's not like he was taking full chicken chicken breast from the fridge. My house is split three to two, so apparently there's five of them in there on who is in the wrong, and it's spilling over into the us, other aspects of our living situation. We need to get over this pronto. So I'm asking, was I the asshole in this situation? Absolutely not. So wait. And then he gives a little bit of t- a tidbit of information. We have divided up cupboards, so it was kept in my space. It wasn't in a communal cupboard, which I think solves that, that matters. That answers the question right there. I want to see what communal look like. Uh, Ooh, you so extra. No, you know why he's so extra? Because he he's going to eat. The, he's that guy he in this scenario. Butter. You ate the peanut butter. So you've answered that question. No, I'm, I'm not eating no one's peanut so butter. So you feel like I'd be in first the wrong. First of all, if I'm going to go rummage you through somebody's stuff professional here, I'm going to buy. I'm gonna grab something that's like unopened, like a Coke, that's a Capri Sun. That's, no, that's fire. I, um, sushi. I'm so glad you're in your old home. Yo, yo, if you ever if you ask me to move, and I'm like, nah. Absolutely I've not. I've seen how you move. Um. All right, this is going to be the last one. I dude. see how you move. You just, you know. Here he goes. You can go back to it. Go ahead. Go ahead. He's an antagonist. <laughs> He's a no, no. And you know that's why you're laughing. Go ahead. Well, because I'm gonna make a joke that you put your nuts in some jiffy and say, I know. Girl, I never Carl said. Don't I eat never it. said that I would. But regardless, if I put my my unit in it or not, you shouldn't be going in it's my cupboard. Call me my... an antagonist, bro. It's really bad. Right? Oh no, I'm mad. No, I'm upset. No, I'm. You, you... I'm upset. <laughs> they dance. <laughs> they are legitimately dancing right now. Uh, I love you. Give me a hug when you leave. Oh, that's funny. Why is he so bad? You ready? Yeah. Uh, Here's the next social media one. Then we can get forward to culture and we can go home. Let's call. Here's everybody involved in this scenario. There's the gentleman, uh, or there's the female, uh, 29 year old female, her husband, 29 year old male, their daughter, five months old, uh, her brother, 36 year old male. His wife, 34 year old female, and their kids. 
a 10 month old and a six year old female. So here we go. I need a genogram. Oh, no, 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 no. 10 year old male, six year old female. Um, a few months ago, my brother and his family came to visit us. So this is the brother, the wife, the 10 year old son and the six year old daughter. It had been a very busy and exhausting few weeks since I had my daughter, uh, since I'd had my daughter, newborn daughter, five months old. Don't forget that part. Like anyone with a newborn will know. I was feeling well enough to see them and let them properly meet her. All right. Star is a female. What's the because the way she said it, it was almost like it was iffy if it was appropriate for somebody to be meeting her five month old daughter. So you have a baby. How long you waiting before you unveil your baby to the world? How how many people is she talking about? Her brother, his wife, and their two kids, a 10-year-old and a 6-year-old. I mean, kids are nasty. So, I get it. Okay. Like, I, I don't know how long because I think it just kind of depends on a lot of things. Like, was the baby born primarily healthy? Mm-hmm. Does she already have a lower immune system? Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Good question, there's, there's a lot to consider. Dad? Thoughts? Oh, that was me. Uh, wait, so, Come so, on, babe. So they would have so, bring the kid around. So, so as a as as a father of a child that at one point was considered a newborn, what were your what were some of the things that were going through your mind um, in regards to when you would allow people to be around your kid? Well, I was still like that now because germs is like yeah. What I I I got from uh, somebody that I know is that the first like year of a child's life they get sick like on average like twelve to thirteen times so their immune system is like literally trash yeah so uh, I'll continue we were in the backyard eating lunch my niece found a furry brown caterpillar in the bushes hmm. the kids were told not to touch it because it could be poisonous around twenty to thirty minutes later my daughter starts screaming right as I looked. Uh, right as I looked and started going over to see her or go, going over to her, I see my nephew stepping away. So mind you, this is the 10 year old nephew. Um, I see my nephew. Daughter started screaming right as I looked and started going over, going over to her. I see my nephew stepping away from her bounce seat. I instantly knew he'd done something. There were red blotches all over her neck and cheek. When I picked her up, the caterpillar was there on her seat where her head had been. Right then, you notice that you told this child, who's your nephew. I'm popping him. Okay. Twice. Carl, male perspective. Your nephew. He's obviously done something wrong. Before you can, like, assess. How old is he? 10. Oh, we're going to talk. Okay. He old enough to talk. Okay. Pow, pow. That's a fifth grader. In total panic, my husband and I rushed our daughter to the ER. My brother and his family stayed at the house. By the time we got there, the whole side of her face had swelled up, and she was shrieking nonstop. Doctor diagnosed pretty quickly. There were caterpillar spines lodged under her skin, like we'd assumed. My nephew must have broken off the twig with the caterpillar. He hadn't been stung himself. Then as soon as no one was looking while my daughter was asleep, he rubbed it on her face. Haters gonna hate. I called my brother from the hospital. He confronted my nephew, who eventually claimed he just accidentally dropped it. That's not right. He had no remorse. This is the important part. As usual, this little kid's a repeat offender, but I'll keep going. My husband and I had to be interviewed by a child welfare worker. She talked to my brother who drove over to explain what had happened. It was a very long ordeal. I didn't blame her or the hospital people for doing their job at all. And in the end, my husband and I weren't at fault for doing anything wrong. But it was a very exa- it was very exhausting to deal with. 
This was the absolute last straw for us. I was furious with this child. Mind you, this child is her nephew. And rage doesn't even begin to describe it. I was and still am also frankly terrified for my brother's family, even though I know how stupid that must sound. Do you feel like that you would have a concern just overall for this child's um, propensity to like do dangerous propensity? Yeah. It's uh, a caterpillar. Hmm. No, Sorry, finish your thought. It's not and then we'll a hear caterpillar from Carl. because at the point at which somebody says that might be poisonous, don't touch it. For him to have not only touched it, but then putting it towards a baby. Most humans are protective of a baby anyway, whether they're kids or adults. Like everybody's like, don't hurt the baby, especially when you're old enough to have a full consciousness that a child can get injured. And, and mind um, you, she she specifically mentioned the point he had no remorse. Yeah, as and, usual. And then so this he's adds a repeat another, offender. This adds another layer to it too because. It's not that she was just afraid of bringing her baby around people. She was afraid of bringing her baby around her that nephew. kid. She knew about that kid. But, you know, it also begs the question on why yeah. she left him or the baby anywhere in her, in his vicinity. Come on now. But especially a as, newborn baby. Aside from, you know, you you still I I don't blame her, but I'm just saying, you have to consider it. Um, but yeah, no. Like that kid, he needs help. And I'm sure it's something that his family is just going to, like, pass well, off. Oh, he didn't mean it. Well, let's keep going. Let's keep going. That weekend, my husband and I had a long conversation with my brother and his wife on video chat after they'd gotten home. They are well aware something is very wrong with their son. They don't downplay his behavior at all. He scares them. That changes everything. When they punish him, he doesn't care. He doesn't react to any criticism, yelling, or logical argument. But he'll find a way to get revenge if it's even if it's weeks later. He also doesn't care about rewards for good behavior. There's very little he openly cares about that they can use as leverage. And he seems to outright prefer doing destructive things more than anything they might take away or, or try to bri bribe him with. So how are we feeling about that? Because, I mean, there's, you know, we, we throw around the term like bad kids a lot. And I know a lot of bad kids. Mm -hmm. But this is like a step above. This sounds like something maybe that this child is internally dealing with that is only satiated with like doing these like devious and nefarious things so when it comes to a child like that what's what's our advice to our our in-laws or our brothers if you if you have a sibling that has a child like that and you're noticing these things and you see them struggling what's your response to that but this is the uh the mom giving us like what their the parents take is on it right this is the mom the mama of the baby, baby. Yeah. relaying that her, if the, if the her kid, brother has shared that they feel the same sentiments that she just shared. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like some people don't tap into a kid's core. What's that mean, Carl? <laughs> like, I mean, like sometimes Sorry. like you I was going to say, I'm going to call the police if you don't explain it. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh. oh, all right. The get back. Um, no, I'm still mad. See, but <laughs> You've worked with kids, right? Yeah. And so even with working with kids and stuff like that, you know that there's certain kids that you have to act a certain way with, and then, you know, other kids, you got to kind of motivate them a little bit. No, more. no, no. I totally agree, but then I also feel like there's this third category of children where, where, you, where you realize you are in a world of your own. I, I met them. And so I think that based upon what I'm hearing, this child's behavior rises to that threshold. Good luck, Chuck. That's tough. All right. 
I uh, met one. <laughs> okay. I don't. I don't have. So a, let's keep going because the rest of it just reinforces it even more. Um, he's arranged tax sitting upright on the floor outside their door. Should have started that. My brother's that wife stepped on. And I was like, "This is not Yosemite Sam." Um, he's pooped on their bed and once left poop and urine in every drawer of their clothes. Pause. We, How you got that much poop in urine? No, no, not even just that. We all know kids. Who? Yeah. Yeah. So this isn't far fetched. Um, he floods the bathroom by letting the tub overflow and leaves the gas stove on. He'll use the stove to play with fire when no one's around. And several times he set off the smoke detector in the middle of the night. Like my mom used to say, I'll be in jail. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, but that, I'll hey, be in no, no, jail. No, no, no. That's the tough part about it because we're making a joke, but we know people that are in jail and then say, well, the reason that they use certain types of force on their because children there was nothing else left yeah so i mean that that's that's a that's a joke that's been told but i don't think that's a funny one right now i think it's a funny joke you know, know why it's a funny joke because, because at the end of the day when you look at it for what it is man sometimes them kids is mean and he sounds like a really mean kid i'm not justifying him getting he sounds like a, he sounds like he a sounds kid like it's deeper than just mean. yeah he sounds like a kid that it's already long been identified that he needs a, a very specific type of intervention even if you don't know what that specific type of intervention is and so no, whooping him sure. whooping him isn't going to do it because they just said, just said there's did, no consequence they didn't say anything about medication either or him going to see a therapist no, but you but your go-to was well i'll be in jail it's a joke I know it. I just said it wasn't a funny joke. Right. Sensitive Bob here. Today. And, well, you're going to keep saying that, but this is a serious subject. So I know it's a serious subject. He floods the bathroom. I let the tub overflow. Leaves the gas open. Da, da, da. Um, they were all getting sick except him at one point. And my sister-in-law caught him mixing cleaner fluid into some leftover soup. So again. Again what? He has done countless things to hurt and scare his younger sister, like cutting off her hair while sleeping, putting chili pepper powder. You know That's what? the last straw for me. Don't. What? No, no, no. no I'm just kidding. Putting chili, chili pepper? pepper powder in her no, underwear, her telling her someone is coming to kidnap her or kill their parents, and once caught a garden snake that he dropped in the tub while she was having a bubble bath. Those are just the ones that jumped to mind. Bro. He is also cruel to animals, pulls wings off insects. I'm not going to read all this. So, again, he's a, a, a mini serial killer. Okay, so let's, let's just read the last line. They don't know what to do. He's apparently very well-behaved at school, so his teachers have never seen any of wow. this. There have been a couple of times where he injured, when he injured himself on purpose and then told a teacher he was being hit at home. Resulted in a CPS investigation both times. It was also conveniently right before parent-teacher conference week. My brother and his wife were never able to bring up their concerns or have a good rapport with those teachers because then they clearly believed that they were child abusers. So your friend comes to you and tells you about these experiences. You haven't seen them. As a professional that has worked in the mental health field in the past, what's your response, Carl? I mean, because you more, alluded to it, so I just want you to be able to. There's way more interventions that they could have got to before. Give me an example, got, Carl. Yo, one, that kid probably could take medication. Okay, he can go see a therapist. Mm-hmm. He can go see uh, uh, a psychiatrist for his medication. You know, put his ass in a camp or something like that. There's so many things that they could do, especially if if, if child welfare services keep if they know them, because which we're sure they probably do. You know what I mean? It's like, yo, listen, we need help. Like, you know what I mean? I, it doesn't say anything. They keep telling you all the terrible things there. They haven't tried telling you the things that they have tried. That's a good point. And that's what I'm sick of because it's like, yo, when these kids go up here, like, yeah, I was making a joke, but here's a real thing. Even if he is doing really well at school, all it takes is for one kid to say something to that kid that he don't like, and then it's chitty, chitty, bang, bang. You know what I mean? Then I'm just going to come up here and I'm going to wreck shit up. 
You know what I mean? So, again, we always cape and say, oh, well, he was so well-behaved in school or he was doing Cub Scouts or whatever. And it's like, all right, that's dope. But it's like, what did you try to do for all the other shit? Bros harming animals? And and at this point, this is when I'll speak on behalf of the kid because you brought up the point that I guess kind of resounded with me when I was reading this is you're absolutely right. This is the side of the story where it's all she on wants the kid. to paint the picture. Yeah. The, the first thing I thought about was like, well, what did this kid go through too? Yeah. Because mo, like, you do have kids who have the chemical imbalances. You do have kids who, you know, maybe they were born positive toxicology, yeah. and they don't have that part of the brain where they actually feel remorse. That is a real thing. Mm-hmm. Um. So you know, I'm like, well, what happens to this kid too? Like, most kids don't think to do things like that. Like, unless they've seen it or they're hurting so badly that they're trying to figure out what can I do to make people feel as bad as I do right now. And the thing that comes to mind, and it's not like a direct uh, attachment or correlation, is I know so many people that have adopted children and their number one fear and apprehension is, is I'm... I'm doing well with this child at this point in which I'm getting ready to adopt him at this age, but I don't necessarily know what's to come thereafter. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's kind of like, you know what I mean? Like if it's your child, you're you inclined to make ex- stuff. Yeah. You're inclined to put up with stuff, make excuses for your child, not want to believe maybe some of the things that are right there in front of your eyes, just because of the severity of what it is. Um, but to Carl's point, I would like to hear a lot more about the things that they've done to counteract some of the behaviors or try to get this help that the child desperately needs. Because if, if, if this individual is doing these things as a child, I can only imagine what adulthood is going to look like. And you got to get on that two years before 10. What what ethnic, what ethnicity are they? Um, I'm just going to assume based upon the way that this was written. I don't know. I can't say. That's the thing too. That shit's trash because it's like all right. the way some of the words were written. I would assume they're European. That's all, all I can really go off. All of. I'm saying is, is that they say, "Oh, he tried everything." Well, what's everything? Tell me what that is first. Yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> don't don't just tell me you tried everything. Like all right, like I'm hopeful that by posting this online, somebody reached out and said, "Hey, based upon what you're describing, I'm gonna get pro- some real help." Yeah, I'm a professional in this field, and maybe you should give this a try. Yeah. The only reason I say that is, is because I have a personal situation that I deal with all the time in regards to my mom, and yeah. it wasn't until I started speaking about it out loud that I would say it to people, and they would be like, "Oh my God, cease! Let me tell you, you about even- this person that I care about." And what I did to help them. Mm -hmm. And for the longest time, I was so embarrassed about sharing it with people. But the moment that I did, I started getting tools and tips to hopefully lead me to being able to provide her with the assistance that she needs. Right. So, you know what I mean? As I hear this, it it, it strikes a very personal note. Um, So I was just interested to hear what you guys had to say. And it's also like when I listened to what you read, the intention of it was not to get help. No. The intention. It was to demonize this child. Yeah. And to make everyone feels sorry for her and her child which yeah. to some degree is is warranted but yeah. I don't feel why sorry. are you why are you putting this out there i don't feel like, sorry. what is your purpose? i feel sorry for the baby but i don't feel well no, I feel she knew better like bro like at 10 you can get a diagnosis for a kid 
Like you know what I mean? They, like they about to piss me off because but I it's feel also like not her kid. Yeah, yeah, but also it's your, but that's your family. So it's like, yo, if you got some people in your family that that's you know that too. you like, there's people in my family that I will not have around my daughter at all. Because again, when she said as usual, the first thought that would have went through my mind when I talked to my brother, like, listen, I would love for y'all to come over and meet Baby Angel or whoever, whatever the baby's name is. Um, but your son kind of freaked me out. My little nephew. He freaked me out. Little, and then based upon that day at Disneyland, remember Thanksgiving when he did whatever to Uncle G, you know what I mean? Like, so I hope you understand why maybe right now isn't a good time. Or if you want, you come. Well, I'm and not see, even trying to isolate him. Like, go get bro some real help. Like, like go like, at 10, I feel like they could diagnose that kid with something and, and try to treat him. And if at least you trying something cool, don't tell me you tried everything. But, you know, and then I also try to give people the benefit of the doubt because we have a high level of acumen in this particular realm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we take for granted that a lot of other people do truly Dude, feel helpless. Before before we got in our field, I would have had no yeah, clue that yeah, these yeah. are real things. Like none. And we, you know, sometimes it's easy to forget the things that we've learned or that our experiences have taught us. But I can think of some kids I knew who growing up now, like I'll, I'll talk to my mom about certain kids that we knew growing up. And I'd be like, dang, mom, like in retrospect, I think that that person experienced some sexual abuse. Like, I think that this was like I but we had no clue. And you don't think the worst about anything or anyone that you're related to. Typically, well, you're like, oh, they going to grow out of it. He's just, you know. And they then, gonna grow out of it as and, well. And well, that and then. But how many times have you heard that? Well, and then there's that I've adage of, that. "Oh, well, Michael, he was just the weird cousin." You know what I mean? And yeah. Says we, and now we, we're starting and to learn. We all knew he was a little off yeah. the whole time. We all got family like but that. But now we we have enough knowledge to then be able to say, like, "Oh, that's showing traits of." autism he might have um you know attention deficit disorder he might have disassociated you know whatever it may be she's brought this up earlier too because especially for minorities he said for a long time they didn't oh, track this blows me. yeah uh like mental health issues and stuff like that or like birth stuff that was happening with families so like say my dad's born 1958 or whatever, uh, i think 1958 so they're not gonna say oh well there was these birth defects or these birth issues and stuff like that i'm sure he was categorized as subhuman at that point. Or Negro. I mean, I'm still which is, which is yeah. subhuman. So they not go so I've never seen my dad's like birth records. You only see I've never even thought to ask about my dad's birth records. You know what I mean? I mean, I think that and then if you bring it back to the black community specifically, we all have talked about this. We've all read articles about this, but we typically come from a background that is more spiritual and people are like, Oh, just pray. We're gonna pray it away. we're we're just gonna pray. And prayer works, but like you also got to do what you need to do too. You got to take your steps. So it's um it's a very it's a touchy subject because especially in 2019, like we kids when we were growing up didn't have we didn't have the occurrence of autism the way that we have it now. Mm-hmm. Like we all knew we had one or two kids in the class that was just a little different. But we were just like, oh, they just they just different. They weird. But we it wasn't like all these kids that have autism now. Right. So it's a whole nother beast that we're dealing with in 2019. And I, I'm not sure. I don't know what to make of that. I don't know what to do with that either. Do you know your family like mental health history really well? Um, I wouldn't say really well. Um, I know like on my dad's side, we kind of act like nothing happens unless it's like really big. Yeah. It's like. 
nothing happens on that side. Mm-hmm. On my mom's side, I know a little more of the medical history. Yeah. But in terms of mental health, no. Not that much at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because even on my side, and I guess even then, like 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 Cease was saying, like in that time period, and what you were saying too, it's hard to like say like, oh, well, this person is maybe schizophrenic or something like that, because maybe the phenomenon of believing in the church and stuff like that. Like I, I was talking to a boy the other day, and he was just like, he's having issues with finding work, and he was like, oh, I'm just gonna walk by faith. I'm like, bro, there's certain things that you gotta it do. It takes a little more than faith. <laughs> yeah, you like have I, to apply. Like I'm just gonna get this job just off the whim. Like, I'm, and I'm like, bro, this is like the ninth job that you said that on. And you're not really doing nothing different. And like, you know, he's got some 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 legit, you know, mental health stuff going on. And it's hard to have that conversation with them about that, though. Because they have to also be in a place where they're able to receive it, too. That's yeah. a hard thing. Like, how, how do you have that conversation with someone? We always tell somebody, like, oh, go get help. But what do you do when they don't go get help and you're their friend? You know what I mean? Intervention. That's the hard part. No, that's not a real thing. I, I can't. On TV? No, I'm, oh. just, I'm just saying. You don't believe me. My bad. Uh, I'm just saying in general. Hold on. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I'm just saying in general because if, if we're going to talk about it that's like the same thing with my mom what do you mean like my mom chooses to live a certain lifestyle Mm -hmm. and not address the issues that everybody that throughout her life that has ever showed any compassion or care about her says like hey i observe these these traits and these behaviors maybe you need to address this so sometimes whatever it is that the person is dealing with is so controlling that hearing that means that, oh, well, you have the problem. Yeah, it's even tougher when you're between the ages of 18 and 65, too, because there's nothing you could do. Like, there's no legal thing that you could do. Unless oh, I'm, like glad, to help I'm glad you explained that. I was yeah, like, that's, a, like, way, that's, that's a wide age. No, like, like, you know, for kids. But you're basically but saying have... anybody under 18 is then governed by somebody else's decision. Yeah. Right. And then when you're over 65, you, you might have a, a power of attorney or something. Right, right, but right. it's... Um, <laughs> Damn it. Well, yeah. It's, it's intense because, you know, like you said, people have to be in a place to receive it or they have to be in a place to acknowledge it. And sometimes I think that part is really difficult, too, because once you go seek help, you are really acknowledging that something is wrong. And we have demonized mental health so for so long. You know, why are you laughing? Yeah, it's we've we've demonized it. And to the point where you're just like, we ostracize people. Oh, they're sad. Nope. They can't come around us because they're going to spread that sadness. And, and, good and, vibes only. And All not, those things ostracize people. And not even good just, vibes only. And and, and we, I've witnessed people. And I mean, you know, I keep going back to this personal example with my mom, but where you're you're in true detriment. But accepting the fact that mentally something might not be clicking the way that it needs to is the worst type of shame. And your pride will keep you from getting the help that you need to just live a better life. That's like literally right there in front of you. And like we were talking about how I went to therapy before. (laughs) And my thing was like, I wasn't in a place where I was like, I wasn't in the sunken place. I felt the rope slipping. Mm. And I was like, oh, I need to get ahead of this because I don't want to deal with this when it's full blown an issue. I need to get ahead of this. But we we also are very reactive when it comes to mental health. We're not proactive. How many of y'all going to check in just to check in with therapy to see how you're doing and, and, it, and if get some feedback, see get some guidance? We're not proactive. We are extremely 
reactive and most of the time it's reactive when we're so far down the rabbit hole and and as much as we take on with our respective professions you know i feel like it's it's too well it's truly a blessing that again that we're just familiar with the ways to address some of these issues yeah Yeah. because you have to think about it too like it's taking care of your mental health is like going like taking a hill right it's easy going down the hill if I was riding a bike down the hill to my depression or down the hill to wherever my sunken place was, for lack of better terms, mm. that's an easy journey. But it's climbing uphill, climbing out of that. That is the hardest part. So you have to really don't let yourself roll all the way down the hill because then you look up and you have that much further to go. When you feel that rope slipping, please, I implore everyone listening. If you feel that rope slipping, rope burn hurts. Don't let it stop. And and I love the analogy because then it even alludes to the fact that it's easier to stay within the sunken place. Oh, than it is that's the easiest to overcome place to be. And get to the point that you in your mind. It takes like. no work to stay in the sunken place. Yeah, it's like she gets a and unfortunately, in some people don't make it out alive. Mm-hmm. So hmm. we have to really, like, when you start rolling down that hill, reach out. There is no shame in that. And do it before it gets out of control. And if it's already out of control, hey, you got to start somewhere. And I read somewhere, probably on social media, that rock bottom is a solid foundation. So even don't be discouraged by that. All right. I'm done talking about this. For the culture? Yeah. She's done. Anything? For the culture, seek out some mental health professionals. Yeah, for that's a fact. Um, if you, if you, while we're just on the subject, you know, it's so look into it. You know, contact LinkedIn. your employer. Hold on. Let, let, let's, yeah. let's get a little personal. If any of you all know us and you feel like you're in a bad place, and regardless if you haven't spoken to us in a while or ever, and you this, just know us from our podcast, reach out because we sit here and we talk very casually about having resources and knowing where to go to get certain needs met. That's a that's a legit thing. You know what I mean? Like we might be braggadocious in certain areas about what we can do. I, I, I can help you at least take that first step. It's going to be up to you to do the things you need to do thereafter. But by all means, if you feel like you're in that place, just please know, like all all BS aside, grown folks business got y'all. And, you know, despite, you know, the the lighthearted nature of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> for y'all. <laughs> no, I mean, but, let's do I mean, we're just being honest. No, I was, but being honest for real. I no. mean, I. I've had, I've had, and like I told you, we talked about this last podcast, you know, somebody lashed out on me just based off of, you know, my beliefs and stuff like that. And I know that, you know, people go through things. So it's like, I'm not going to sit up here and, you know, you know, laugh at somebody's pain because, I mean, that person was candid with me about some things that had happened weeks before. And so I wasn't going to even engage into a situation where it's like, oh, my feelings is hurting. I mean, like, make sure your feelings is hurt like how I feel. You know, so we take things seriously. You know, I try to respond back. Star tries to respond back to every person, you know, that hits us up in our DMs and stuff like that. And it's not just a generic response and everything. So like she said, if you really want to reach out to us, you know, if you have our contact information and everything like that, you know, don't be afraid. Yeah. Yeah. And that's for the culture. And also visit www.savvysocks.com. Yeah, that'll cheer. S-A-V-V-Y. Because that'll put a smile on your face S-O-X. and your feet. I'm wearing really cool CIA socks. They're actually custom made for somebody, some CIA dude's party. So, yep, I'm cool. Okay. Right. Under my Robin Hood boots. Gotcha. <laughs> and and with that savvily okay. being said, this has been another episode of Grown, Grown Folks, Folks Business. Business.
So that uh, was an emotion.